I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Football is back, and we have you covered each weekday afternoon on OutKick's Hot Mic with Hutton with Rowe. Some of the best football guests from Armando Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to the college football and NFL weekend. The Chiefs go for dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas, and the Bills and Dolphins are also confident. Withrow, what about college football? Can you say three-peat? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance, while a cast of usual characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern across the OutKick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out OutKick.com. NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. OutKick's Hot Mic with Hutton and Withrow. Oh, yes! Free! <laughs> oh, I feel alive! <laughs> and how do you feel, my friend? <laughs> oh, oh, and whatever here? Perhaps the pages you work so hard for? <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> oh, my. I would take it that that was not from a commercial? Nope. There were no ads. Ah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to your number one missed opportunity today on Play Retro. (laughs) That's right. This is Play Retro. I'm one of your co-hosts, Scott Johnson, and this place is weird. Do I click on the guy's face that's yelling at me through behind that door? No? Fine. Red page. I'm off to find the rocket ship. Oh, good plan. I like the rocket ship. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And I think these brothers are locked up on this island for a reason. And perhaps I should just mind my own. Hey, shut a button. <laughs> Clickety click, click, click. Oh, and a lever. What does this do? Oh, oh, I just realized this moment I, I pushed the button yeah. that the game would not destroy as I had planned. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted to destroy the game. <laughs> That's too bad. It sounds like you had yeah. a hard time and missed. That's okay. Maybe it you was, spelled it, it was, wrong. Maybe you got M I S T instead of uh, and the, you know. I, yeah. Oh, Dern. Oh, Is that shame. the problem? I knew I shouldn't have went to Kmart in 1992 to get this because it didn't exist then. That's right. It didn't exist at all. It existed in 1993, and we're going to talk about Mist and its sequels here today on the show. Before we get to any of that, though, my dog chewed up my arch rival's cartridge on the Game Gear. 
son of a dog. Yep. Uh, my wife and daughter are out of town. They're in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm here. Kind so of, you couldn't blame them. They no. didn't chew it up, right? Well, okay. the problem is, here's how I blame them. My daughter's dog, <laughs> Ripley, great big freaking Weimaraner dog. Okay? She's a big old freaking hunting dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, she likes to chew things, especially if she's nervous. And for the most part, she's pretty good. She uses her own oh. bones. We've trained her to chew her own bones. She doesn't chew furniture or shoes. Yeah. She's been great that way. But I had her down in the basement in the studio with me while I'm getting work done. And I hear this <laughs> off in the oh, corner. Oh, God. I go over there and look. Oh, I don't have it handy. I'd show you. The, it's so mangled up. But the, I had a copy. Carnage. I had a copy of Arch Rivals from Konami for the Game Gear that I had out during our Game Gear discussion. Right. And she has chewed it beyond recognition. Oh, yeah. This makes me so. Did you hold it and go, look what you did? I said, look what you did. You're not going to get And then go to price tonight. charting and go, look at this. Look yep. how much this thing is worth. Yep. And then I wouldn't let her eat that night. Just kidding. I fed her just like normal. She had no just repercussions. Like Didn't punch her or nothing. Just, no. Just, she, no knew, that's... she knew she did something wrong because she got real low to the ground and stared at me from way oh, up. Yeah. And those, yeah, she does that can when I, she knows she's in trouble. Can I eat your favorite game? She's such a great dog, though. It's hard to be mad at her. It's so. really tough because our dogs, they like our human stank. And so, <laughs> first of all, they like chewing stuff. But yeah. then if it has your human stank on it, they want to chew it even more. They so want to like, chew your I have stink. to keep all my controllers mm -hmm. far like hidden. Oh yeah, because they'll 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 smell the human stank and they'll be like, oh, this is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like they'll they go. Here. They oh, think oh, it's oh, oh. they think it's on the menu. They don't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't follow the same rules we do. No, they don't follow bummer. the same rules. And plus, they don't know it. They don't know what what dollar is. They don't know. They don't care. Dollar no. dollar bill, whatever. Let me eat it. No. Nom, 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 nom. Hey, tell me about those Star Fox prints you're doing. I've been excited about so, this. Yeah, last week we talked about Star Fox, and yep. as a result, at the end of the show, after the show, you may not have heard, but we we drew three names from the Patreon. And by the way, you expect a, uh, an email for a couple of you people because I finally got them printed. I had a little bit of trouble, but once I got them printed, to, finished up today, um, we got Star Fox here, Ooh. and I primed him up. Yeah, he's nice little resin print there. Look at that guy. Yeah. He kind of has like a, he's kind of got like uh, the Rocket Raccoon kind of vibe going on, right? Yeah, Let does. me see if I can get up close to him there. Let me see. Very rockety, rockety raccoony. Yeah, so if you can imagine it's a resin print, he's he's standing there with his gun. He's got his big giant tail off to one side, and he's just awesome. I love that. I've already printed that for myself. Also got an AR wing, an R wing. I got that printed. Oh, up look at that! Well. Oh, yeah, it's even oh. got a it's even got a canopy, which I also printed, and I need to buff out, and then it'll be crystal clear. And that's important because. I also printed out, and your patrons, the ones we chose for this, are all going to get these. It's got four little tiny pilots you can put in there. And, yes, it's all the ones from – that's the AR wing from the uh, the N64 version, I believe. You can barely see them there. But yeah, because that's your, Stinky Rabbit your, or whatever his name is. That's right? your Stinky Rabbit that you can see by his ears. This is what it looks like when it comes off the printer, by the way, Scott, if you care. Oh, got yeah. all this scaffolding and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, got, I printed these guys out, and uh, they're very pointy and sharp. So if you have kids. Uh, be careful uh, if you get one of these. Um, dogs, but they're, they're really pretty. I like them. And Audra painted one of them for me. Uh, you got, unfortunately, you have to paint your own. I'm yeah, not, I'm not yeah. doing that far. You no. will have to paint them and send me pictures. That reminds Back me. We screwed it. up last week, and we didn't talk about a thing. Um, oh, we didn't think, talk about a thing? Uh, what are we a talking star, about? A Star, a star uh, Fox thing. Star Fox. I always say StarCraft like a dumbass. Yeah, yes. Okay. Here, here's what we didn't talk about. 
um, when Slippy, not Slippy, but Zippy Hair, whatever his name is. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, b- b- Hopper, Hopper Bunny. Hopper, Bunny Hopper. When Hoppy Bunner, Bunny Hopper says. <laughs> Bunny Hopper. When he says, do a barrel roll. He, yeah, he's the one who actually says do the barrel roll. Yeah, when there, he right? says that, here's the problem. Yeah. Somebody did a chart of actual maneuvers you can do in air shows. One of them is right. called a barrel roll. What they have you do in that game is not a barrel roll. It's something else. I forgot the name of it, but it's the same. Oh, is it uh, uh, it's a, it's a uh, the spin around? I don't know. But you do a full 360, though, right? Yeah, but it's definitely not a barrel roll. Barrel roll is more of a 3D figure eight, if that makes sense. So you go from okay. one end to the barrel. Yeah. Imagine a barrel. You're inside a barrel, and you're up in a right. rear corner of that barrel. You go around the curvature of the barrel down to the other end, up again, and right. then over here, kind of in a big 3D eight. That's but a that's not our roll. fault, right? I mean, we didn't. We didn't no, it's Nintendo's it. fault. What the frick? <laughs> Stu- Bunny Hair, whatever his name is, he's a dumbass. Bunny Hair is his Peppy, uh, Peppy Hair, right? Or Peppy, Pepper? They call pepper him Pepper. Hair. I think is is Pe- his name. Peppy. Peppy. Le- yeah, Peppy. Peppy the Pepper Hair. And also, I didn't show you last week. We talked about it. I got my Wii U Star Fox Zero, which comes oh, with yeah. uh, that. And also comes with Star Fox Guard. This is notoriously a terrible game because of the controls and the way you have to control them. You have to look uh, at your Wii U screen and the TV at the same time. I've heard that you can actually switch that control set. Uh, so I'm going to test it out and see if I can do that or not. But I'm, I'm looking forward to this being a piece of crap. Also, just today. <laughs> Wait, you haven't played it I yet? Saw, I was hoping you'd play it. I wanted to hear some Oh, I, it's, it's brand new. Has it been open? You can order the, You can order this thing brand new. Wii U. Uh, Star Fox Zero. They have tons of them on Amazon. Uh, it has the Amiibo support and everything. You know why they have tons of them? Because it's a very, it, very bad video game. It's That's a why. very, very bad video game. I don't care. $29.99. I ordered it. I got it in. I'm going to try it out. And I hopefully my Wii U will fire up because I just read an article today. They were saying uh, Wii U's that have not been turned on in a while may be bricked. Oh, so you might want to you yeah you might want to check it. I don't know what because the know. store just, got pulled, dude. They don't have um they don't, they don't do updates. Do. So you might be horked. Yeah, I hope not. I had mine on recently, like in the last year. So hopefully it won't be a deal. But oh man. You're gonna have to rebuy that game on a on a Switch Two or some bullshit. Oh no, I'm still within the return window, my friend. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you got it on Amazon. I'll have this good. thing. Uh, I'll buy this thing back at Amazon tomorrow if that yeah. were the case. Yeah. Yes, that's cool though. I, I mean, yeah. the fact that you got it just makes you a completionist. I think that's good. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I'm really enjoying printing these uh, these Star Fox uh, retro prints and stuff. They're really those are really a lot of cool. Uh, Star Fox 3D prints. I tried to look for some missed prints this week, and there's a lot of cool stuff there as well. Oh, I bet people make the whole island. uh, Oh, yeah, man. I I actually downloaded a a file for the the switches. Yeah. Like the little podiums with the switches and stuff on from the first mist. Yeah. I downloaded one of those. I want to make it work though. I want to I want to blow it up a little bit and make it functional. So make I it function. It. Interesting. Are you going to get the yeah. the horrible cart controls from the cart scene area? Because those look yeah. really dumb. They those look, look dumb. dumb. But I can't wait. Oh, by the way, also while I was doing my research this week, well, it's just kind of adjacent. I didn't know this, but Bill Duran, Punish Props, did a video not long ago about the linking books. He yeah, made he did. a linking book like a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, he talked uh, about it on TMS at the time and it was yeah. rad. It was so cool, cool what he was doing with that thing. So shout out to our good buddy, Bill Duran and Punish Props. That's right. Bill Duran, Punish Props, everybody. Go check him out. All right. Well, there you have it. There's our update for the week. Now, let's talk about Mist. 
Shall we play a game? We shall indeed. Back in 1993, you would have shoved something into your CD-ROM drive. It was a game called Miss Spelled with a Y instead of an I. And everybody was talking about it. All we knew were two brothers made it. And it was the tip of the spear that was multimedia gaming coming down the pipe. Yes. It uh, finally it finally validated uh, you as a gamer for getting a CD-ROM, right? Because those right. things weren't cheap. They no, were brand new. They were not cheap. They were the, whatever the opposite yeah. of cheap is. They were expensive. That's the word yeah, I'm going to look for. Um, yeah, that's the game. And here's what you would have been greeted to when you first plugged that thing in or plugged it into your drive. I realized the moment I fell into the fissure that the book would not be destroyed as I had planned. It continued falling into that starry expanse of which I had only a fleeting glimpse. I've tried to speculate where it might have landed. I must admit, however, such conjecture is futile. Okay, it's a lot of, you know, that. He just sort of goes on. Yeah. One thing I will and say about the entirety of the series, I'm serious about this, and it drives me crazy. From Mist right. 1 all the way through the, the 2005 Mist 4, or was that called Mist 4? Whatever it was. Yeah, those Mist 4, correct. Uh, those games, Revelation. all of them had terrible sound mixing where the dude's voice is drowned out by the music. It's just a mis- just bad sound mix. That's all. That's right. all I want to say. Are you including 4, or are you including just... Because the, the first three were kind of... I kind of considered them one generation and then missed four and five kind of went a little bit different. They definitely did their own thing, but for some reason, all of them had a terrible mix on sound and had, and by that, I just mean when there's a narrator or there's a guy talking. Yeah. Yeah. Music overrides the voice and it's, and there's no way to control it. It's stupid. Yeah. The first miss was uh, Scion Inc. That's the two brothers. That was their company. And it was just them too. And they were working from home and, you know, they're, they're filming themselves and they're, you know, making the game at the same time. So you kind of expect that. But by the time they got to mix, uh, missed three, I didn't hear it as much, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that you're probably right. Uh, when we got some Brad Dorf and, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's great. You know, Love him. Like, yeah, he's worm tongue, at this man. Point, he's great. Yeah. At this point, you might as well have some kind of good audio budget, but even then, I mean, you got to think about it. 93. Mm-hmm. How many of us even had, uh, sound cards that were worth a poo? A lot of people did not. I did partly because of this game. At the time, it mm-hmm, was upgrade mm-hmm. time for me because I was like, well, wait, I want to see this, do this. I wanted to get this. Uh, I had a single speed drive. I wanted the double speed. Yes. That was expensive. I wanted yes. uh, more RAM. And what else did I add? Oh, and then a new. I had a new uh, Creative Labs Sound Blaster something. Okay. So were you PC at this point or were you still on the Mac? No, I was definitely PC at this point. Okay. Because um, I worked for this company that sold PCs, and they and so yeah. I, I I got a way good deal on everything, but it was still expensive oh, yeah. uh, as hell to deal with this whole thing. But man, it was the thing. It was the deal. If you were going to play anything that year, and you had a computer that was capable, holy shit! Mist yeah, was multimedia cool. was on everybody's lips. It's like multimedia what is this a cd that will hold more data than you know to hold like how many floppies we used to compare things to floppies it was back always yeah it was always floppy yeah. at the time uh, i think and, then, yeah, and then they got bigger so capacity but what was the original thing it was like 500 or 600 megabytes or something right the original missed one game yeah and not the game but um, the, for the, the capacity Mac? of the disc how bit how much were oh those? oh yeah i think there's always been like the six something right it wasn't that where the disc started out at was 650 i think so like I in the 600 range yeah and that seemed impossibly huge at the time right like it did how is that how is this even possible and now it's we seems would stand around stupid. and go this is bigger than my old hard drive yeah now it's yeah. stupid i'm i'm about to put when we're done with the show 
I'm going to post a video to YouTube that is yeah. larger than like a whole stack of those. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Are the, it's weird how that stuff changes, but anyway. it is. It's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I was blown away too. Mist, the first game Mist was the only one I really ever played. I was aware of the others, but I didn't really play anything past the first one. And I, that was my first experience too. It's like, this was a showcase. If you had a new PC, this was the thing you loaded oh, yeah. up. It was atmospheric. Yeah. It was it was so immersive, even though you know it was pre-rendered 3D. It, but it was just it was like, oh man, this is the future. No, it felt this like the. the it not only felt like the future. It just felt like it felt way above anything else I had seen in this regard. Yeah. And I don't know what the deal was, but back then, these days, a new game comes out, and you just expect it to kind of work because your PC can sort of we're at the top of a curve, you know. Right for a lot right. of people, I, I shouldn't say everybody. Obviously, some people got older machines, older video cards, and stuff. But we also have ways of going into the settings and changing them so that they fit whatever your your hardware is. But back then, a whole new release like this, this Ultima Underworld, um, Doom, mm-hmm. Quake, these were games that all went up. Oh, time to get some hardware, like because it meant an upgrade. You couldn't scale very well with what no, you already you had. Couldn't. It was that was that was the thing. That's what was that was what was pushing uh the hardware at that point in time. It still did for many years. It still kind of does a little bit today, but like you said, not nearly as much. Um I mean, let's I I just went to Walmart the other day and I saw they had a PS5 on the shelf and I was like, "Oh, I should probably get that." And I was like, "Eh." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're Meh. like, oh, I'll save that 600 bucks. I can do that. I can do that at a different time. No, I I'll get wait. it. I get it. Um, real quick here. Uh, I was going to say, oh, the pre-renderedness of it. Yes. Um, at the time, you know, we we the games, we had games that were point-and-click adventure games. This That wasn't new. Um, right. But this kind of world and this sort of visual presentation, absolutely new. Yeah. And um, a serious, a serious game yeah. that you just didn't know what to expect because they never say on the face of it, like you're going to die. You're not going to die. They didn't really put that out there. You just hopped in. You're like, oh, this is seriously eerie and creepy. And, you know, it, it, it kind of reminds me of the whole phase we went through with the Slender Man mm-hmm. because the yeah. Slender Man was always super scary because you wasn't sure what he would do, but in reality, it was just the suspense that really made all the fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we're all also is- we're also early in mouse time. Like the mouse oh, is yeah. still relatively new, um, so this kind of interface is still sort of new. Not to Mac users, I understand, but you know the PC world. Is but really you know the hybrid card idea, which is what this was developed on, was right. was it pretty it was unique to the Mac, yeah. and it actually caused trouble trying to port this over to the PC, but the hypercard, if you're not familiar with it, was just a piece of software that allowed you to, uh, it was like a database that you could, you could link things through and you could access things directly by clicking on it. Oh my God. What? Yeah. That's kind of like what the internet is. I know they invented the internet in 1993, even though it was about a year away (laughs) before we get the real internet. It was almost there. Um, Yeah. So my, uh, back to my point though, this was limiting in that, you know, this isn't a real time universe. We can't move around in the space yet, but something right. told me then I remember in my heart of hearts going, we're heading here. Yeah. Like we're going to come, we're going to get to a place where this and better than this will be photorealistically real time flowing to me as I walk through it. Yeah. And it took a little time, but we got there oh, and yes. the versions of mist now that you can play in either VR or, or standard 2d, that are fully uh, 3D, walk around, do whatever you want. Those are 
those are like the, the a weird like coming together of a dream we all had back in 93 yeah. and it works and Agreed. it's amazing yeah i yeah. highly it's recommend kind of, playing it that there. way by the way they're fun yeah um, it's wild too and it's you know we we have i think we talked a little bit about this on the tms but uh mist on vr when i went back and played this original version on the mister by the way um it it felt very much how i navigate in vr i have not, I don't know if humans, not all humans have developed the ability to walk everywhere in a game in VR because it gets nauseating. Like uh, if you if, if you don't use teleport, mm -hmm. for a lot of people, including myself, it's really hard to deal with. This game feels like, even back then, it feels like you're teleporting to each spot because you click on a spot and you have this transition. Oh, yeah, it's definitely forward, that. Transition, move forward. First time I did and, that in uh, a VR game, I went, oh, this reminds me of Mist. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it's very much remnant. Maybe I don't know. Maybe our brains will evolve to the point we want to do it. Uh, or I mean, there's and, a lot of stuff with real time movement now that does not. I mean, none of it makes me sick, but I know people that do. Right. Kim gets really sick if it's not uh, that. But one of the ways you alleviate that in <laughs> VR is you put yourself right. in a cockpit or cage. So there you go. Mech games, for example, or car games, or anything where there's like a structure around you. Right, that that weird feeling goes away. It's just like, oh, okay, now I'm in a I'm in a construct, and therefore I can move in this world, and I'm safe or something. Your brain says, I don't know. I it might be also uh, the field of view and, and different things as well, because I can play some games and I have no problems, you know, just using the joystick and moving around naturally. But then stuff like Minecraft, oh, I've never wanted to throw up more than playing <laughs> Minecraft. I've played tons of other games that I move around similar to Minecraft, but Minecraft for some reason I don't know if it's because they they kind of feel they kind of fiddle with that with that field of view anyway. You can, yeah, it's it's like one of the primary settings you have. Yeah, did in you, Minecraft. By the way, I did a little uh, digging while while we were talking about CD-ROMs, and I found something interesting. Oh. I didn't know this. Earliest theoretical work on optical disk storage was done by independent researchers in the United States, including David Paul Gregg uh, and James Russell. Uh, in particular, let's see, Gregg's patents were used on the, as the basis for the laser disk specification yes. that was co-developed between MCA and Philips after MCA purchased Gregg's patents. Um, anyway, that was back in 65? 65 dude you had the laser disc uh run rampant there for for, for a minute if you were in the right fields yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty crazy anyway maximum capacity on a, on a cd-rom at the time we're talking about the mist era we're talking about 553 to 900 megabytes depending right. on your use case so some of that can you can compress and get away with it and right. some not. Then they doubled that. Plus the way, they, way the table of contents works, I believe, and as well as error correction. They had to balance some stuff. You have error correction on CDs, too, so you may have double data in yeah. certain sectors. That's the reason why you can scratch it and still use it. Yeah. Dude, what, not a, weird, what a weird what a weird time. What a weird technology, right? But, man, missed. And, I mean, point-and-click games. I played plenty of point point and click games that were 2D but being first person and solving environmental puzzles that forwarded a pretty some ways it's a very shallow story but in other ways is it's kind of it is it's gripping mm -hmm. it, it really kind of grips your imagination of these uh ages and and different right now i'm watching this guy on the on the mist video they're oh, flying around the yeah. the island of mist mm -hmm. i never got off the island of mist 
or not, wherever the island's called. It's not called Mist, but it's, uh, is it called? What's it called? No, the island is called. It's not called Mist. It's called. It's not um, called Mist. I always called it Mist. I assume I, Mist. Okay, so here's something I, I didn't find in any of the data. There was they, they briefly kind of mentioned it in some of the documentary stuff. Yeah. But the Y is for mystery, right? Yeah, yeah. And they thought it sounded cool, and so they. It went, is cool. It was Mist Island. Dude, was it Mist Island? Are you sure, Shane? Maybe. Okay. Okay. No one ever talks about it in these. These docs, and we're supposed to assume it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And, you know, and if you haven't ever played any mist, basically every place that you're exploring, and you'll learn this pretty early on in the in the series, uh, or I think they're set, they're called ages, and each one of them is written by, uh, is, is written into existence. And uh, so you're exploring these, and you're trying to figure out who you should help. Mm-hmm with these two brothers who are, you know, both locked up. Apparently they should gorillas should make uh, a new game called uh, cracker Island, cracker Island, which is great, yep. right? Named after their new album. And then uh, just have a bunch of weird gorillas shit happening on an Island. I'd play that game. <laughs> I'd play that game. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. Right. How good um, were you at the missed puzzles, Scott? Were you uh, like, terrible, were you... terrible at them. Awful. Yeah. I'm a terrible puzzle person anyway. Like I'm, I'm okay with certain logic puzzles that aren't the, the, the point of this game was to be really obtuse and obscure. It's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, these don't mean anything to me. So you had to do a bunch of ri- reading and then you got to find the right page. Oh, okay. This references the thing. Like there was a lot of work involved in solving missed puzzles. Whereas yeah. if you give me a game, it's a mystery. Yeah. No. But if you give me a game where it's like, there's five items in here, figure out how these five items work to make this room go away or whatever it is. I can do yeah. that with just trial and error and I, and I'm okay there. But when it came to this terrible, I had to play this with Kim or whoever it was at the time. Somebody had to sit with me and say, yeah. no, 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 push oh, that. Man. Click that. On the other hand, my daughter is a freaking queen at the puzzle. She could do puzzles. She yeah. could play miss tomorrow and just like, you know, beat the game, beat the game. Yeah. yeah. She would do it, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. But yeah, yeah, so that kept me from beating it the first time. Right. I think I just got stuck or something and then moved on to Doom 2 or whatever the hell came out. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, which had a lot less puzzles to worry about. It was find the blue key. Hey, I can do that. Right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of fewer puzzles. Holy Moses. Yeah. Right? But it was still the environmental room puzzle kind of stuff you had to get through. Sure. Yeah, I, I heard... I heard two people tell, I heard, I, okay, I heard like two different types of opinions. Well, three on this game this past week as I played it. Uh, some other people like were, oh, I loved Mist. Some people have said, I never, never seen this before. Is this some kind of, oh kind of reminds me like an escape room kind of a uh, thing where you're trying to escape. I'm like, oh, that's because of environmental puzzles. Kind of, yeah. Uh, very similar to that. Sure. And then I heard one person say it wasn't a game at all. And I was like, what, what? So what do they mean? Push back on a lot of these, a, a lot of exploration games, whether they, uh, if there's no, if there's no death, which there's no death in this game, right? You, no. you can't, you can't you die. Can't there die. is some instances that you can, uh, fail out of the game. Yeah. Like you just, you just won't be able to complete it. Uh, but they're very rare. Um, and it reminds me when we talked about our, uh, was it the outrun, which, which game was, it was kind of more like just a, it wasn't really a race game. It was just a, against time. Oh, outrun! Uh, yeah, the the yeah, boss yeah. is the timer. Yeah, because you never wipe yeah, out or yeah. crash or well, you so crash, but it just eats time. Is all it does. Yeah, yeah. some people just don't th- think that if there's not like some kind of death penalty or some type of absolute wipeout, that it's not a game. This yeah. is just it's this exploration. It's not a game at all. 
It, okay, so that so I understand that and there are people now that do this. I, I'm playing. I'm in the middle of playing a fairly modern game called Deliver Us the Moon, and right. in Deliver Us the Moon, it's a big, beautiful 3D world and stuff. But I'm not. You can die, but you just kind of come back and try again. Right. And it's mostly these kinds of puzzles, similar stuff. It's it's in a lot of ways it owes itself to the legacy of something like Mist, um, mm-hmm. but. It's not considered by some don't consider it a game. They consider it a walking simulator or, a, yeah, you know, kind of a like a Dear Esther. Do you ever play that? It's like that. Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I get it. I think I get it. And I think I, I, I think I get it, too. But I, I don't necessarily agree with it. But I, I do. I kind of get it because there was a point in my life where, too, I'm like, oh, is this even a game? I mean, I'm, I'm really just kind of, you know, just doing one thing and it's mm-hmm. not really. There's no penalty for it. Oh, if you I can fail, go down. Where's, where's the suspense? You can go down a rabbit hole. I'm going to show you something. Brian's going to blow your mind. Chat room, you'll oh, see you're this. Oh, you blow mine? Yeah, watch this. So um, people at home won't be able to see this, obviously, because you're listening to just audio. But I'm going to show you a game that I have on my phone. It. it is called, where is it? It's um, called Pissed. Is it called? <laughs> no, it's called, oh, man, I should know this. I don't know the name of it, so I can't search for it because I've seen too many damn icons. Oh no! Um, hold on, I'm gonna find it. It's really here, and it's, it's this is important to the discussion. I think. Right, right. Um, so we've been discussing what is a game, what is not. Oh, a game. here it is. I found is... It. Okay, so it's called Amazing Loot. And okay. This is the game. I'll, I'll fire it up here. It's loading. Made in Unity. Okay, just one dude made this. Here's what you do in this game. Uh, while we wait for the main screen, there we go. As you can see, I, oh, it's, I don't know where the camera is. You can see I've got. Um, loot up there in the in the little squares, and they are color coded right, right, right. like you do in a Diablo or World of Warcraft or something. You know RPG. Down at the right. bottom, you have a treasure chest, and you tap the treasure yes. chest, and it opens up and gives you some loot. This is crap, so I'm going to sell it. Boop. I open <laughs> it again. Same thing. Crap. Let's sell it. Now, once in a while, I get lucky, and it'll be a better item than what I've got equipped, and I can right. swap that out and then sell the piece I'm getting rid of. The point right. is, this game is literally tapping a thing and yeah. reloading this this treasure chest over and over and over until it gives me better stuff. So my numbers go up, and eventually I get better stuff. I get is a better it, set. Is it an idler, or do you get no? You, get you gotta stuff? you gotta tap it. Okay, select it, tap it. Basically, what they did is they took a game like call any kind of RPG where it's loot driven. Let's say Diablo is an yeah. example. They boiled down the entirety of what Diablo is down to its most core mechanic, which is I want to Loot. break open a thing to get some cool shit out of it. <laughs> and that's all the game is. So when you do, when you play a game like this, you realize, oh, oh, how many video games are just a whole lot of fluff built around that? Right. How, mu- how much of this is a walking simulator with with that yeah <laughs> yeah so you have to you have to like you don't want to go too far down that road or you will be very disillusioned with how video games work because in a lot right. of ways it is just our brain's desire to see numbers go up to see things get better to see things improve whatever that whatever yeah. that metric is and i played this to death yes and i say played it i didn't do anything i clicked this thing it said oh that's better that's worse that's better that's worse but the draw was still there as if i was clicking monsters and finding out how much shit they had on them if if that sword was better or not like it's the same brain centers that are stimulated so yes you could argue that this is a you could go outside and do a a scavenger hunt and build basically the mist experience the way your brain likes it 
that's what mist is and they're not wrong it is yeah yeah it is don't look don't look too closely at the matrix no no <laughs> don't because you'll be sad you'll be real sad you'll be You'll be sad. You won't be sad because you'll you'll still crave it. You'll still want it. And and things like theme and story and character and all this stuff matters. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying that what you think games are aren't exactly what you think games are. You might think. I think games are anything that compel me to return. And I think Myst compels me to keep going because it's like, oh, I just want to see what that next thing is. It's kind of like you're clicking on that loot box going, oh. I just want to see what that next thing is. Yeah. Click, click, click. Yeah. No, I mean, there's definitely a feeling of like, I need to see. Yeah. If it's a story, I need to see the end of the story. If it's a, uh, a character arc, I need to see where this person goes. Um, if it's loot, I need to get to the next place. And it's just the work that has to be done is I've got to go through these halls. I got to kill these four dudes. And then I got to pick up the shit they dropped on the floor, but it's really just, the process of getting there doesn't matter. It's matter. It's yeah. just that we're getting there. So now, I, I don't know. It's it's weird. Scott, are you are you red or blue? Um, I this, this is this game. This missed first game kind of blew me away. I forgot that there's a red blue uh, contingent where you have to decide which brother you're going to collect pages for. Right? Um, I or just kind of my memory is it's hard to say. Um, probably probably red at the time. Right. Um. And that nothing to do with pills, nothing to do with uh, political affiliations. It was just I thought red was a cool color, so that's probably why yeah. I picked it. I think it's funny because, of course, I I relate everything. You know, usually a lot of times red can be you know anger, and you usually think of of bad. Mm-hmm. And I blue seems cool and and relaxed and and peaceful. And so, of course, I always went with the with the blue. It does seem, but cool. you know. You right. like you like to destroy everything. So what you gonna do? So you picked you pick which brother was that one? I'm trying to remember which brother. I don't. Remember, that's the problem is I don't remember the brothers' names. Yeah, which there's one, one that was Rand Miller and Robin Miller. I think Rand was the programmer. He was more logical minded, whereas Robin was more the artist. And they both picked up their own little areas. Uh, and they're both they both kind of crossed over a little bit on 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 both, but. They each had their own little lanes they stuck with, and they did it really well. Yeah, it was his, uh, it was a successful adventure that they would yeah. then parlay into this. Thank God you've returned. I need your help. There's a great deal of history that you should know. So it's a lot of that. He's going to just mumbo jumbo his way to your heart. There's one of our brothers again. And the other brother I might be there is making the music too. I believe, I believe uh, Robin was making the music. Yeah. I think all the music was in both games, right? Until later. Yeah. First two. Yes. Yeah. First two. Anyway, the second one was, uh, was also a very small, those two guys doing their thing, but it did feature an innovation graphically, which some of you may just have seen. Um, but there's a whole bunch of like really cool little animated things, but some of the rotations are animated. So yes. you get to like a doorway and turn left. Instead of a hard cut left, you'll ro- you'll kind of rotate over into the left, made it feel a little bit more like a dungeon crawler. Yeah. And I think Riven's the superior game. I oh, think, absolutely. I yeah. think Riven is, yeah. The first one was kind of, uh, it, it was kind of just, it, it. the puzzles didn't seem like they made as much sense whereas here we got a lot of themes Mm -hmm. and we dug in deep with those themes and 
yeah, I, this is just a superior game, which is good because they grew. They they learned things and they they made them a little better. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I remember thinking this was a huge jump, and it was in time. Even 1997. This is four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long time between uh, between releases, and um, also kind of a risky marketing move to call it Riven. I didn't. I thought that two. was pretty dumb. And any a lot of times you see it referenced on the internet is Riven colon uh, the sequel to Mist. Well, I'm like just just call it. Call it Miss Two Mist, Colon Mist, Riven Colon Riven Yeah Riven Colon Yeah No Exactly um, But Everything Improved Like The Art Was Better The 3D Quality Of of These You Know These Are Still Snapshots Essentially But They Looked So Much Better um, Yeah I Think We Were Still I Think We Were Still Like Eight Bit Computers When The First Mist Came Out yeah. And We Were Only Talking 256 Color Palettes Here We Are In 97 We've Got Deeper Palettes You Know And It's yeah. Just so it's going to be a lot better. I think also they had mentioned several documentaries I listened to. Uh, the first time they did them, they were rendering like, uh, I can't remember which application they were using, 3D application. But this one, they had moved up to the SGI yeah. uh, type rendering. So yeah. it, it definitely was much nicer. And it was a huge jump. Like, look right here. We have an actual animated uh, bit yeah. of this. I remember this in the game. I remember this happening in Riven and me going, what yeah it, it's so wild man and there's such a in th- this game uh works in what's called ages so you have all this it's very appropriate if you ask me because they have all these mixed technologies mm-hmm. which i love and uh it this kind of reminds me of what like bioshock and and yeah. all those kind of games later would kind of yeah thematically become. very similar you're right thematically yeah i also say that i think this is space these games basically you boil them down to them being um mystery boxes and oh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, the one, there's games like this too, but um, the Glass Onion movie, they had those boxes oh, that yeah. they sent around to everybody. Oh my gosh, this roller coaster part. I totally forgot about this. The roller coaster is so cool. I would love to see this in VR, like the roller coaster. Oh, I think there is there a ribbon um, VR project, or I have maybe I'm thinking of something. something I, I, if you're, if I'm, I'm hoping it. Regardless of if it's true great. or not, I shoot. I even I even got the freaking iOS Mist game as well. So I mean, I'm I would play deep. through Riven in a VR. I would do that tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get on it. there. The cyan. Where we brothers. going? Come on, Miller Brothers. Let's yeah, get on it. Get on there. That's Miller time. Make that happen. Anyway, this is a direct sequel, um, and it's similar in its gameplay style, controls, visual presentation, and that sort of thing. But it's a series of you know. Uh, it's the same thing with these series of uh, computer generated stills but everything feels so much more alive and so much more real to me that and this is the game the, I recommend uh, this is the one I tell people to play if they're going to pick up the old game yeah. to play and they've got like uh, they've got actual like blue screen so like in the first one you had you had quick time movies yep. uh, that, that were usually contained with the little, little little books and stuff so you'd only see videos like in, in little square thumbnails which was just a quick time movie yep. embedded in what they were doing uh, but then in this one, they use blue screen. So you have like you got you got characters off in the distance who may be walking or, or doing something. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much more immersive. It's still is still pre-rendered graphics and you're still first person. Uh, but it's much more immersive. This is the, it's the way to go if you're if you're going back to visit this. Yep, I agree. It, I think it holds up, holds up like crazy. Yeah. And there isn't a, there is a version of this that's like enhanced or at least it's been modded to be oh my God. and all that. There's like uh we could we could do a whole episode on all the different versions of Mist and Riven 
there has been remade so many times in so many different ways with so many different engines. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's pretty hard actually for me to get that original experience. I had to dig kind of deep uh, and I would end up installing scum VM on my mister so that I could play from one of the original ROMs that were on PC. I could not emulate it. I could not emulate the Mac version, right? Uh, which, which I did watch some videos of it and I was like, man, yeah. Wow. Well, hold on though. So, ways. can you do so when you um, uh, the Scum Engine uh, supports because yeah. this isn't the Scum Engine, correct? It wasn't written in it. Correct. It's, no, it's it's not. What they they did they they merged the Scum Engine with uh, another engine that allowed them to do uh, the 3D rendering stuff. So yeah, most Scum has typically been has been a 2D point and click, right? Uh, but they they merged the project. What's the name of the other thing? I can't remember. It's, it's on Good Old Games. I picked the whole thing up on Good Old Games. It it's still scum. VM it's still scum, like but that. the a U is spelled with a Y. So now it's scum with a Y. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. I think it's residual or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. I think it was a Presto engine. They basically, because in the next one we're going to talk about, Presto Studios made, uh, they, they kind of, even though they didn't need to, they tried to recreate Myst in the same ways. So people were able to plug this stuff into that and all of it kind of works. It just works. Well, my that engine, oh, I still have this stupid matrix on here. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high res 120 Hertz display. Plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. I was going to say, this is where things kind of get weird for me because I never played 3 because everyone told me it wasn't as good and it was because the brothers weren't involved. They got out. Yeah, this went to Presto Studios. I don't think they got, they didn't get out because it's like, oh, that's it, we're out. I think they were working on other things too. They were working on the novels and they were working on... Uh, you know, just getting their, you know, their, the, the cyan ink running, by the way, you can still go, they, they're still around. You can still, you can go to their website. There's, they got a store and I'm like, oh my God, these guys do. What's the, what's the yeah. name of the website? What is it? Uh, is, I think it's, a, is it cyaninc.com? Wait, let me, don't, don't click on that yet. Let me, let me look it up here, but, uh, or cyan worlds or something like that. Oh, it's a cyan. So C Y A N. Uh, and you can go to their games. By the way, they had one not that long ago. Are they dot com or what are they? Yeah, it is dot com. It's a dot com. Believe it or not, how the world they got cyan dot com. Oh, they, they probably got they them way probably back. Were there yeah. early on? Yeah, they just was got, got it. Oh, this is great. I remember missed yeah. online. That was a hot booger for a minute. Yeah, hot booger for a minute. When was but that? You can order. That was. Uh, I mean, Uru was the game. Yeah, but it was really just missed online. In right. fact, they called it missed online Uru. And oh, yeah, is it we, live again? It's on, you can play this now. Apparently, like what? I said, they're way more active than I thought. I, I thought we was looking at a dead company when I started this research. <sighs> I was like, oh yeah, they got bought out, and I thought I knew all Weird. this stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, they got bought out by Ubisoft that one time, and I was all wrong. I was I, all wrong. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what to in. say about that. That's that that's absolutely blowing my mind. Um, right. Their other gain, abduction. Or uh, abduction yeah, with the O, so it's abduction with with the O. Yes, I played that years ago. It's also now on VR it. platform. Uh, right. That game was rad. 
Like that game it felt like, cool. ooh, the Scion brothers, or I guess the Miller brothers, Miller mm-hmm. have finally realized the the what they were aiming for the whole time. It's very yeah. good. If you guys haven't played that, you should take time and play it. I forgot what year that came out. Sometime in the PS4 oh, it era. 2019, 2017, 2017 something like that. 16, something. Something like that. Anyway, worth checking out. Yeah, that website's great. Look at all that yeah. stuff. And look Still, at that Mist Island modern. back It's there. almost like they made it with a hypercard or something. It's yeah, weird. Weird. Hypercard, hypercard strikes again. Okay, so here's a little bit of three. I realized as our group linked back to Dunny that we should not restore the city as we had planned. The once magnificent buildings lay in ruin testament to the hatred that had consumed them too many people had fallen victim to that hate once again it's like the music's great but i can't hear you buddy yeah he's this one's a little louder i guess but that's still him though right in three is that him still Um, playing the part i think it didn't rand come back but i'm not sure if robin did or not i'm I'm trying to remember uh like i said i watched the but ton of interviews. These guys have had so many interviews. It's amazing. Go to YouTube and look these guys up. Mm. It's so fun to listen to listen to them talk. They do uh, they do uh, interviews together as well as uh, solo. It, it's just so good. But this was moved on to Presto Studios, and I I think it was like a, a call out to the different develop- developers to to you know kind of kind of pitch what they would do and how they would do it, and Presto won out and. Mm. I, I think they, they stuck to what, it, you know, they stuck to it. So I, I, I think they stuck. It felt like a missed game to me. It felt like the Miller brothers were still involved. It's a, it's a missed game for sure, it. but I feel like it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> it didn't feel as deep three, to me. I thought three there was. Wasn't it three novels out by this point, I believe? So, I mean, there was so much material to work with. That's true. Um, yeah. I, one thing about it is this one definitely feels like a big step forward in the way that VR feels when you're talking about teleporting because this yes. is still stills but you can move all around in real time in these spaces right. before you move forward or look at everything you can look at anything in the room yeah so it's a 360 degree rendered right uh and so whatever position you're in you can look around and then you move to the next step and it renders that screen it's, next it's pretty badass i like it's it it's pretty cool yeah. i like it i think it's pretty good i think it's a nice step in the right direction yeah, I once again, it's the stories is is odd. It's like the story feels mystical, but it doesn't really feel necessarily deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to kind of live in the world a little bit, and I, I kind of want to read a little at least one of the books. I don't know how great they're going to be, but uh, how I are they? I mean, are it. they how are they regarded? Do people like those books? I yeah, I feel like people like them pretty good but it's not like i think it even cracked into the the bestsellers list for like a little bit i think the first one did um but yeah you know it's, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like it's kind of like when we talk about firefly yeah. me and you talk about firefly and we love firefly it's awesome yeah but if you try to get outside our group yeah <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, you it's, know, it's it, like it may not eh, fit. Does anybody really know about this stuff? So, mm. Miss the Book of Atras cover hardcover is about fifty bucks right now. This came out in ninety five, oh, yeah. so just a couple years after the first game, and it's reviewed really well. Like, yeah, people like it. Let's see what someone says here. Great coming of age book. Um, yeah, a prelude to Mist. Loved it. Great story. Great condition. Oh, they mean when they bought it. Uh, received in great condition. I don't care about that. Um, this guy says questionable condition. Anyway, right. um, yeah, I mean, I'm just sort of like mildly curious 
about what a book like this reads like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am too. I, but once again, I think it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested, but I don't do know. Do you want to hear the opening? Can I get into the mist world? Do you want to hear the opening words here? Check oh my out. God. Yes. Is it, is it, I fall, fell through a fissure and something, something, something. <laughs> no. Um, right. Postage stamp size video, all that. No, it's not that. It yeah. says prologue. Gen's footprints lay heavily on the ground. The tiny okay. pool, the lush, well-tendered green churn to mud. At one end of the garden beneath a narrow outcrop, he had dug a shallow grave. Oh okay. no. That's all I got there. That's all you need. That's all I'm you in. need. Let's read it. Yeah. But it's kind of like I, I kind of always want to get into these. I've had bad experiences, I guess. I'm always wanting to get in. Like, I know the Halo series stuff is supposed to be really good. Some of those books are good. The Halo books. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, oh. Warhammer books, pretty good. The, the Horus Heresy, good. very good stuff. Some of the Warcraft yeah. books are very good. Yeah. It's weird because video game to, we always think of video game to movie translations are the worst or they're the ones that struggle the most. Right. I sometimes feel like, Video game to book adaptation sucks, or it's hard because I'm hard. I I have to take it seriously, right? So I right. have to read one of those and go, oh yeah, I'm really into the Master Chief doing a lot of personal business here. It, from a game where he just shoots shit all day, <laughs> like it's, it's right. hard. It's really hard for me sometimes to get into that headspace and not and try to put it out of my head that this is based on a much simpler property. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. so you're saying like uh, you wouldn't watch something like that was on the New York Times bestseller list, like I don't know, Spare with uh, with Mario and Luigi or something, you know? Uh, kind of a, spare? Why would it be called yeah. Spare? Why? <laughs> because the uh, Dufa, Duke of uh, Sussex, Prince Harry, has got his book out there in the in the top list. So I was just, you know, <laughs> thought maybe that might be a. How about walk the blue line or walk the walk the walk the Luigi line or something? Luigi's no, book would be called Luigi's or it would be called the Death <laughs> Stare. Why my time in Mario Kart almost <laughs> ru- killed me or something. There you go. I want to make up a bunch of fake like biographies of characters from video games that would be based that on like their, fun. their we hard do time. That. Yeah, my, from the great from the New York Times bestselling author Luigi Mario. <laughs> who because i think didn't they confirm that his name is luigi mario and mario's mario yes mario? i think you're right yeah and he could say he could talk about how his brother was always hiding in that mansion he couldn't find right. him uh he could talk about mario. how he's always he's always just going oh i don't know if i want to be as cool as my brother like what a shitty you know, existence or would, you, or would you rather have like a tell-all book like never give an inch <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> sign me up sign me up for this i want to read it uh, all right. We outside of the the retro mist, you got things like Mist Four Revelation came out in two thousand four. By then, Ubisoft was the publisher. It's a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah. And they were still doing pre rendered graphics. Very, <laughs> very ballsy, if you ask me. In two thousand four, I agree. They didn't need to be doing that in no forum, but they no. did. Um, they had some three D effects for stuff, but yeah. uh, where things got really interesting were was Mist Five, um, Cyan Worlds, back at it, and it's Mist Five End of Ages. Uh, that was yeah. a year later, and this is how they describe it. In a departure from the previous titles in the Mist series, End of Ages replaces uh, pre-rendered environments with worlds rendered in real-time 3D graphics, allowing the player to freely navigate the ages. Uh, the faces of the actors were digitally mapped onto three-dimensional character models to nope. preserve realism. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> the nope. game also includes multiple <laughs> methods of navigation and an in-game camera. Uh, and a, a pretty rough time for that stuff. It didn't look, it didn't look great. Right. Well, I mean, you're talking about 
you know, Mist came along and it was pushing technology. By the time we get to four and five is kind of because they wanted to keep some of the spirit of the original. It was kind of lost the spirit of, you know, being cutting edge. Right. So it kind of lost yeah. Yeah. that part of it. And, and beyond Mist, by the way, ages beyond Mist or Uru is that it was an mm-hmm. MMO. The goal was like, hey, tons of people in here all doing shit. Yeah. And we're going to be like the best thing since EverQuest. This is pre-World of Warcraft. This is, you know, kind of a weird time for MMOs. I think maybe Star, Star Wars Galaxies was out. At this time, right. but uh, it's a good idea. Because it was a great I mean, idea, but so it, many worlds. it did not go well. It was a no. It was a poop. Yeah, it was a, it was a big poop show. But yeah, but it was it was a great idea. I mean, because you got this huge possibility of you know of all these ages, which are just multi dimensions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but written in in into into living. Yeah. So it's it's a good concept. I like it. it's very D and D. Which, by the way. I learned a lot of stuff about this past week that how they they play tested this stuff, and I was thinking about you and play testing all your card things you do. Yeah, and they were talking about how they originally tried to figure out some of the you know what direction they want to go in with with Mist is they they basically made it a tabletop D and D kind of session with some of the some of the guys and they and they played it that way to see what worked didn't work just from the game mechanics that would make sense sure yeah. rendering 3d stuff yeah in a lot of ways that's a really good point in a lot of you know we always think of our straight rpgs as as the successor to tabletop D, and that's true right but this kind of storytelling is much more akin to what like a a dm would be doing to really throw his his group off like Right. You, you enter this space. There are these things around. You've got to decide what to do. Like that is that's the D and D experience. And in a way, or in a lot of ways, it sounds like they agree. Mist is is that. You it's know, that. that's crazy. Start there anyway, right? Yeah, so that's crazy. Sense. Oh my gosh, I think. But I loved. Oh my god, my favorite thing this past week though was watching Brad Dorf do his acting <laughs> on blue screen. Yeah, because you're you're like the first time you see him he's busting up your crap and stealing one of the books or jumping into one of the books the way he's actually, if I was jumping, he was stealing a book, but he jumps into the books, gets one of the ages, you know, and he, and he takes off and you have to chase him and he keeps looking back. Oh, he's still back there. You yeah. know, cause you'd, you click a screen and then the animation would start up and, you know, but reading about him, talk about his time. Child's play, by the way, is, is where yeah, I he does Chucky. seeing Brad Dorf. He's those stuff too. Oh, he's in so many, dude, he's freaking, he's worm tongue in Lord of the Rings. He's, he's, uh, the, Doc, what's his name on Deadwood? He's great. Freaking yeah, love that great. dude. Yeah, he's but great. you're, but you're but, right. Uh, you know he, him as Chucky for sure. Right. But he said that he said it was difficult doing this as opposed to doing movies, which because he's doing this, this is early on, obviously. He's since then probably experienced it many times with CG. But you know, at trying to act against actors who weren't there because you're a player, but you don't have a name, right? You're nobody. Well, here I'm a play him. So, you want to hear him a little bit? Here well, you here you yeah, I think you do in three. Hello, yeah. Beatrice. Been long time. Sorry I'm not there to greet you in person, but I just didn't think it would be wise, considering how long I've been stuck here. Okay, so that's interesting, because three was what year? That was 2001. So they're about to do, he's about to be worm tongue. <laughs> yeah, won't be long now. No, he's real close. So uh, this is where he got his experience at, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cuckoo's Nest. He was great on that. He's great on everything. Oh, yeah. Brad Dorff is a national treasure, ladies okay. and gentlemen. And he, and he did some cheese ball bullshit <laughs> video game voices. Do you know how many... Just one more trivia thing before, yeah. we, before we get... Because I, I was blown away by this. Ooh, now, the first game was just the brothers. Yeah. The second one, 
they brought in some more people. Of course. And by the time you did the third, you're really kind of working with a whole team, pretty big team. But by the time Mist 4 came about, you know, the, obviously Mist had proven itself. Mm -hmm. It was the number one best selling game for like over a decade until Sims came along and, and took that. And it uh, in Mist 4, they had like 80 employees working on this thing, development team, pre-rendering <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It just, it just ballooned up. Yep. It's just so crazy. Yeah, and then they had like more employees after that as well. After they went after a certain phase, they even hired more employees. What do you think they're doing wow. now? You think they got a whole group again doing stuff? Or oh no, Cyan themselves. Uh, no, since Mist Four was developed at Ubisoft, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, by these guys, they're, they're probably still a small team. They're I'm, I yeah, you know what? Probably like let's see what the company says. You can read about the company here. Got careers too. We we'll get some Ooh, career jobs wanna, here. Let's hire. Yeah, let's hire. Yeah, let's it looks like there may be like you know a handful of people who work there. So that's good. Yeah, it looks like a few people. I want, I want to see these careers are though. Let me see what they got open over here. Uh, open positions, job shadow. I can be a shadow internship policy. I guess I, I don't get paid. Yeah. yeah, but their location here is uh, based in Spokane. Yeah, that's a nice little building. I like that. Wonder you, if you have to. Or if you have to prove yourself by figuring out some puzzles before you can get into the front door. You know what they should mm. do? This is what they should do. What's that? They should branch out. So they got Cyan. They make they make the Mist games. Right. They need another company to make uh, plat 2D platformers. Call that Magenta. Right. Then you're going to go make um, VR first-person shooters. Call that Yellow. And finally, <laughs> uh, you're going to make some, I don't know, wrestling games. Call that Key. That there way you go. you've got all CYMK. you got the entire the entire color model uh you know span right and uh, this is how far i go for bad jokes all right moving on <laughs> uh oh we should mention there's this uh parody called pissed oh yeah 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 i didn't know anything about this until somebody brought it up this past week it's kind of like, hard to oh find honestly i couldn't oh, find even hilarious. videos there's not even a lot of video or anything of this thing yeah there's not but it, it is just the idea that uh, that that the game was frustrating and so of course you're going to be pissed so that was the whole yeah because you're going to be pissed the whole time it's made by parody but, interactive and it's a parody of mist yeah. if you can find it good yeah, i saw some clips from it uh just like some uh, still shots and stuff and there's like a guy i think he's in a hot tub or something doesn't have a shirt on so you know it's just full-on just well yeah he's pissed just being crazy he's maybe pissed. he yeah pissed in the in the hot tub i don't know <laughs> I, didn't, I know a guy that did that once he was in oh okay, no was it you no I'm in my uh, I'm in my twenties. I'm at a party. I'm not in the hot tub. I'm like eating a <laughs> something off to the side, eating some snacks, <laughs> and some dude who's drinking a lot is in the hot tub. And in the hot tub is him, his buddy, right. and like four girls all in bikinis in this right. little hot tub. Real person soup business going on over there. <laughs> and uh, he goes, he just suddenly goes. Ah, and, I, and everybody oh, went, "What are no, you doing?" And he's God. like, "I just took a piss in this hot tub," and the and oh that thing God. cleared out so fast. Those girls screamed and just piled out of there. Uh, and this friend disgusting. punched him in the arm really hard. It was great. Disgusting. I wasn't in there, so I have to deal with it. He's like, as if it wasn't nasty enough in there as it is. Already. I know, and he gets out Gross. and he has the has the gall to say, "Well, it's what the chlorine's for? It's supposed to take care uh, of that." And I'm like, "That ain't how it works, dude." I know it works. I mean, it is, but it, it, you're not supposed to pee more to take. Uh. Are you not supposed to challenge it? No, don't <laughs> challenge it. <laughs> what are you thinking? As that's like uh, that's like the last line of defense. Not not a challenge. Try not to challenge it. All right, here's a challenge right here. Destroy it. <laughs> Time for us to play a little game with each other. All right, it's nothing like mist. It turns out. 
Uh, it's trying to guess each other's game. We brought some audio. We try. We play the audio. People guess. Chat room says uh, uh, choplifter over and over, and then oh, we find out idea. what the actual yeah, answer that's is. Probably what it's going to be this time, right? Exactly. Wow. By the way, is that right? What? No, that's somebody else. Is that maybe Cyan has two hundred sixty-five employees? Oh, that's a lot. Is that is that right? Is that good? Uh, right? That's really. Wow. That's not bad. I said a handful. I lied. That's more than a handful. Huge, apparently, yeah. That's a size D. 41 employees, maybe. I don't know. There's terrible. a lot of information. Terrible, terrible. Um, no, tell me about the thing, though. All right, here you go. So I'm going to play this audio. This is uh, from a game from 2000. It is right. on the PC. The PC? You know, the personal computer. Yeah, and, I had one um, of those yeah. one time. And the only other hint I will give you is that this is Westwood Studios. That may or may not help you. Oh, I don't know. Okay. All right, so here you go. You get three questions. I'll answer all three if you don't get it. Them's the rules. You lose. If you get it, you win. Here we go. Here's 2000 for the personal computer. Westwood Studios. We're probably we're this freaking uh, what's his name? You've all been cursed. <laughs> what's his name with the bees in his mouth? I can't think of his name. Oh, you're talking about uh, Candyman. We're about to get Candyman. Oh, Candyman. Oh, candy okay, I can see that. Yeah, here's some sounds. All right. Any guesses? Is that the is that the emperor getting zapped? <laughs> is he zapping Darth Vader? No, you're using your zap powers though. Um, that may give you a hint. Yes. Let's say okay. Let's say that it is. Well, okay. You ask me. Give right. me your big three. Okay. Uh, here goes the three questions. Yeah. Um, is it? Um, let's see. Two thousand PC. PC. Is it? Never went anywhere um, else. Is it first PC. person? It is not. And in is fact, it, I will, um, I'll say, I will tell you, since you asked if it's first person, I'll say, no, it is three-quarter top-down. Okay, okay. Um, um, are there loot boxes? There are, well, there are no loot boxes by by today's standards, but there are treasure chests and things. Okay, tre- okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's your second question. You got one more. Did you say hell, Satan? <laughs> Let me try it again. Hold on. Well, you know, it's not like Diablo, but it feels like a Diablo-like. Okay, that is, a, way you're that is a fair assessment. I, and I don't count that as a question, so you still have one more question. Westwood, though. I don't remember. What's, what did Westwood do that was I loved it. At least I think I did. Yeah. I'm not sure if I went back I'd love it or not, but I played the shit out of it. Is this related to uh, a well-known intellectual property like Lord of the Rings or something? No. Okay. So it's their own little story. Yep. All right. But I have no idea. <laughs> I can certainly envision it. It's probably dark. It's three-quarter top-down. Sort of, uh, sort of a dark. lady, witch lady. What's it's that? Sort, sort of dark? dark, but it's also the, the story is your kid who gets sucked okay. into this fantasy world. You're just watching TV and hanging out at your house. And you get sucked into a fantasy world that plays like Diablo, but oh, wow. the story the whole time is like, I don't know what I'm doing here. This is stupid. This is weird. Oh, oh wow. young young soul, you're you must be the one. You've come to save the land or whatever. The huh. game the game is called Nox N O X Nox 
Yep. No, that sounds familiar. I don't think I ever played it, though. And it played like Diablo. A combo of Diablo 1 and 2. I think Diablo 2 was coming out or had just come out. And uh, so oh, somebody got totally it. My jam. Oh, I think I've seen this cover art before, but I don't think I never played it. Yeah, I did. Oh, At the time, I just, every time cool. Westwood did something cool, I was like rooting for yeah, him. Yeah, I like Westwood. Yeah, I was rooting for him because oh, Blizzard was just eating their lunch on most of their games. Yeah. It was like, oh, we got Command oh, and Conquer. God. And then Blizzard's like, oh, yeah, we got Warcraft. Ah, shit. Uh, we have Nox. Okay. We have huh. Diablo. Like, <laughs> there's that whole yeah. thing going on, and I always rooted for Westwood, but, um, it's a cool little game. I liked it at the time. I don't know if it holds up now. Probably not. If I had to guess, it would probably. You know what's hilarious? Yeah. I had no idea what you were playing. Yeah. However, yeah. mine is. I failed, by the way. You can play the, the loser sound if you want to. Oh, I don't have a good one. Oh, I have this one. Okay. Let's do this one. Whoops, not that. Hold on. This one. All right. <laughs> mine was also. Westwood Studios. Oh, really? 2001. Yeah. PC. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm going to play it. We are obviously on the same page this week. That's wild. We didn't plan that. That is wild. We didn't plan at all. And yeah, and Scott doesn't let me see see or hear his clips or anything. Mm -hmm. And I think you actually posted yours well before I did. I did. I did the day before. And so then you, I didn't would, see you would not have heard mine. Yeah. And I don't so, even play yours yeah. until now. I All I do is right click, save, and then I, I save it until I yeah. play it. So here we go. Let's hear this Westwood game. Training. Unit ready. Oh. He has taught us well. Guns are too messy. Unit ready. Okay. This is... This is a... Is this a Command and Conquer game? My first yes. question. Okay. It's very Russian. That tells me... Is this Tiberian Sun? Oh, I'm sorry, no. Okay, that's my second question. I understand. Learning the past. Is it Red Alert? Oh, um, no. Shit! It kind of is, though. It's kind of, kind of is, kind of, right? Is this it's, the one where it's third-person shooter, you think? It's the, it's the expansion. Oh, the expansion for Red Alert? Yeah, it's the uh, Yuri's Revenge. Oh, shit. Does that yeah. count? It still counts if I say. I think it counts. I I think it's I think it still counts. <laughs> Dude, I loved those games. But man. I only played once Yuri's Revenge came out, so I consider it to be its own thing. Even though I know Red Alert, but I didn't play it. I had I had gotten both at the same time, so that that was how I. I we should probably play, um, or we should probably do an episode on on those games or Westwood in general right. or something. I don't know. I don't know the best way to do that because Westwood's basically dead, and uh, right. All I have is memories of their great, their great games. They had an MMO that was in space called Oh, help me chat. You guys will know this. Um, oh, it was a, it was it was before WoW or maybe right around the time. Was it Jumpgate? No, Jumpgate. Earth and Beyond. Oh, Earth and Beyond. I loved that game. I was so excited because I just thought, well, this is the more accessible. Because at the time, I think it was like 03-ish, and it, and we already had. Um, um, uh, I can't think of names today. What's wrong with me? <laughs> What's the one just, the one made over in Iceland? Freaking. Oh. Uh, Eve, Eve Online. Eve, Eve Online, Online already existed, and this came out, and I went, oh, this is like an accessible Eve Online. This is like a more get-in, get-out kind of game. This is more my speed these days. Let's do this. 
Right. And I got in and got completely freaking hooked on that thing. It was, it really was EverQuest in space, but it, it just, I don't know. I just didn't get the traction. My friends were really big into Command and Conquer and they, you know, they wanted me to play, they wanted me to play the multiplayer stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, have I got to go out and buy all the crap? Yes. Okay. Fine. I'll go buy the crap. Did you? Did you buy all the crap? I bought all the crap. I bought all the crap and I played with them. And what, and how did that go? Did you? Have uh, a good they time? beat me. They beat me like senselessly. Yeah, as they usually did. I was, I was also very bad at <laughs> Command and Conquer. I played pretty good in the campaigns and like single player skirmish stuff, but against yeah. people, I was I sucked. I was not good. Not good. Um, they made a game called Hold on here and let's see. So Command and Conquer is it Renegade? Yeah. Ooh. In 2002, they made a game called Renegade, and it was a third, I think, third person shooter thing. Right, let me see here. And I thought it was rad. Oh, that is way cool. At the time. Is that the game I'm thinking of? Oh, my God. This looks like trash. I love it. It did not receive very good uh, yeah. reviews. Look at this. It's trash. I love it. I yeah. want to play it. Um, it had some problems, but it had it had ideas, and I was super into it. Was it FPS, first person? Okay. I can't remember. I don't know, but I love the cover art. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cover that guy? Look at him. <laughs> yeah, the guy. He's like, it's fantastic. I'm pissed. I'm a guy. I'm pissed. I'm so angry. Uh, neither of us win today. We tried. Oh, that's okay. We just not. We can't all be winners, point. Brian. We can't all be winners. That's the way I look at it. But I knew. I know that we have this Welcome to do. Welcome to the treasure room. Emails, phone calls, emails, all that stuff. We're gonna start with an email this week. This is at playretroshow at gmail Comes from Pullman, Washington, and Dwayne Games is who is writing oh, it. Oh, Dwayne Games. Thanks, Dwayne Games. Says this, Dear Play Retro, I think you have previously discussed the Atari 50th Anniversary Collection. One of the new games on there is a vector mashup called Vector Sector, which is spelled V-C-T-R-S-C-T-R. He says, it is the gorf of vector games, and it is glorious. Each wave of the games consists of a level of asteroids, a level of lunar lander, a battle zone inspired level on a linear track, a level of tempest, and it's so much more. Thanks, Dwayne Games. Oh. I need to check that shit out. I'm I'm watching a little video clip right now. It looks pretty cool. I love that stuff. Uh, Lunar that. Lander looks bad. Was this I new though? Like um, it's part part of the the yeah a new game for the for the on the Atari 50. So yeah, I guess it's. I didn't know they I didn't know they put new stuff on there. I didn't either. Let's and see. now we know. Let me take a look at this here. Videos. Oh God, I love that. That looks awesome. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm playing this. I love every game he mentioned. I love Lunar yeah, Lander. Yeah. So what you just kind of like Gorf was he's right about the Gorf comparison. Oh, look at this. Oh, look how you transition between the did you see the transition? Yes. Those are way cool. All right, I'm playing this. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm buying the fifty. Why haven't I done that yet? Why why haven't we bought the fifty yet? I want to watch the the documentary part of it too. I think that's part of it. Oh, yeah, I just I have good. to get my brain ready to like learn, you know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, there's an email. How about this? This is a, a text from a listener. We got one to the phone number 801-471-0462. And the person is Rick. He is Transformer Card on Twitter. Here's what he said. Rick. Hello, Play Retro. Even though I am loving the show, yo, I would oh, like good. to suggest that you cover the Sega Saturn. I was a yes. Sega guy in a small town and went all in on Saturn. Hey, how about this? Listen to this. No, not that. that that means your saturn's ready to go taking me back anyways it says it was the first console i truly felt delivered the arcade experience at home especially with the capcom fighters 
And I recently reacquired one and found that there is a thriving community and major plug-and-play upgrades mm-hmm. for it. X-Men, Children of the Atom for the win, says oh. Rick. I'm a huge Saturn boy. I loved mine. Yeah, I'm a huge Saturn. I never had one back in the day, and I actually picked up one this past year, uh, and I played it a little bit, and I need to get back to it. It's, it's definitely something I want to get back to. Yeah, it's great. The Saturn's awesome. I loved mine. I was sad on, that Rick. it didn't get the you know the longevity that I'd hoped. Same thing goes for the Dreamcast, but the Saturn in particular was just like, I don't know, it was like just a bigger badass. It's like the Genesis, but then on every steroid you could feed it. Yeah. And its 2D capabilities were unmatched. It's 3D stuff. Eh, PlayStation had an advantage, barely. Yeah, totally. Um, But yeah, big fan of that device, and I wish I still had mine. And I thought the controller was awesome. It was all edgy. Yeah, I liked the controller. Matter of fact, I liked it so much, I ordered this little controller right here. This is a wireless one that plugs right into the front of it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just the Genesis one, though? This is six-button no, Genesis. This is, the, this is the Sega Saturn controller. Oh, you talking about? Are you talking about the 3D controller? Um, no, not the big, not the big pizza slice. The one that, the no, one that the I thought it had more edges and like hard edges on it. Hold on, Saturn no, so. controller. Maybe I'm just remembering wrong. It it's kind of it's kind of got some you know hard edges, but not. Oh, here it is. Yeah, this what whatever that is must be a. Oh yeah, it's, you know it's it's basically shaped the same. I have a real one back there as well. Here, hold on. I'll show you this, and you'll be like, oh right. Because this is, I don't know if they changed it. They may have changed it. And that wireless thing you hey. have may just be like, hey, we're Genesis and Saturn. I don't know. But here you go. Look at this. Look at how edgy that is. Look at that, chat. You see that? Oh, I never, well, mine's not quite that. It's, this is the real one that came with. Oh, yeah. Yours Sega isn't Saturn. like that either. What is that about? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was first gen or something weird. I don't know. Maybe so. I liked all this hard edge stuff on it. Yeah. I like the hard edge. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> anyway, Saturn's great and uh best version of um uh what's it called? Best version Take of Bomberman on. ever is on that thing. And I like Bomberman so much I kept the music. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes, right. That. We played that on here not that long ago. Yeah. I love that version of Bomberman. So good. Easily the best Bomberman ever made. And you all you yeah. SNES Bomberman 2 people, Super Bomberman 2, F off. I'm telling you. <laughs> this is a better game. <laughs> Saturn game is so good. Ten players, dude. Love it. You could play ten yeah. people on there. Insane. That is crazy. I ha- I only had six controllers, so I couldn't. No, what did yeah. I have? Yeah, it's I had six. six. I had six at one point. I feel yeah, like I spent sense. all my money on stupid controllers back in the day. You probably did. I I still do. I love my controllers. Um, I, right. controller is life. Yeah, controller is life. I agree with you there. Hey, uh, let's uh, remind people if they want to send us those texts or voicemails, you can send that to 801 471 or you can email us, playretroshow at gmail.com. Our next game is going to be Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yes. He also had a pocket tails. We'll talk a little bit of that as well. Game Do you know color. why, though? Because this is a controversial title. It really is. I mean, I knew it had attitude. But man, after reading a little bit about it, I'm like, oh, it's got more than attitude. Mm-hmm. And it's not the only uh, attitude squirrel I've met along the way. There's weird. I didn't know. <laughs> it is weird, right? Like, Most squirrels I've met are kind of attitude little dicks. Yeah. Anyway, that'll be uh, next week. <laughs> I mean, we will talk about pocket tails, bad fur day, uh, all that stuff. So get into it. Don't worry. We'll get back to some arcade stuff soon. You know, we just mix it up. It's all just a mash, mishmash of what we're feeling right now. That's right. Do you know Diddy? He was he was part of Diddy Kong Racing because it was a yeah, rare. He was title. part of 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they didn't have a they didn't have a game for him yet. He was in Diddy Kong before it even mm-hmm. before it even hit. Yeah, that was really weird. I thought mm-hmm. that was uh, they should have called that Rare Racers or something. Yes, they, they probably did, didn't they? Rare did a lot of stuff. There. Somebody probably had that idea and it got shot down in a meeting. Who knows? But yeah, anyway, no way, that'll man. be the, uh, next week. Conquer's Bad Fur Day and all the Conquer business. In the meantime, we would love it. And I mean this because we got to pay the bills somehow. We would love it if you joined us on Patreon. Here's the good news. You will never hear an ad if you join our Patreon. Ever. No commercials of any kind. You'll get none of them except for this one where I tell you about the Patreon. <laughs> Uh, you get pre-show content every week, other monthly benefits. It's all there. It's super easy to get into, and it means so much to us that you do it. Huge thanks to everybody who has joined us, especially a recent joiner, September McCrady. What? Oh, in March? I love that. Nine of 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, we oh, think the world of her. That's very nice of her. Yes. If you uh, want to be like September or any of our other cool patrons, sign up today at patreon.com slash play retro. Brian, I think that's it. Do you have anything else you'd like to add to this discussion that we've had here today? If you want to watch me be freaked out, uh, just tune in 6 p.m. Thursday and when I watch when I play bad. No, it's like going to be a Friday this week. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Oh, you'll play Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday. That's yeah, cool. Uh, I'm also continuing my uh, playthrough, speaking of scary things, of Dead Space with my daughter. We're going to pick that up was, again on Friday that was morning. so much fun. You should watch the VOD if you haven't watched that. that or really Friday good. afternoon. So it'll be perfect. It'll be before you do your oh, stuff. Perfect. And then, uh, oh, and I'm also playing this. Give us the or deliver us the moon. Which I, I like that. I played a little bit of uh, a while back myself. That, that game's really cool, man. It's yeah. cool. It it's a walking simulator, but it's cool. Yeah. So, what'd you say? What is it? What, what, was it on? Was it on the Game Pass at some point or something? Oh, I don't know. I'm playing it on uh, Steam. I had a code forever okay. ago, and I forgot about it. Maybe so. Um, they just Maybe released uh, deliver us or deliver us Mars or deliver Mars oh. or deliver us Mars. <laughs> Deliver us Mars now, Mars. Anyway, if that sounds interesting, check it out right here on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash frogpants. That's going to do it. Thank you all for listening. Go play something retro. We'll see you next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.